Hey y'all, I'm glad you joined me one more time. Um, this is episode 17 and it's titled The Bag Lady. And some of y'all gonna laugh because you be like, yeah, 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 let's talk about Erica and uh, Jill Scott. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I know for me, I love Neo Soul and um, even as a kid, like I've just loved that kind of stuff, that uh, style of music, if I can say that. Um, and so I'm going to talk about the bag lady because you could be like, oh, she about to tell us to let go. Yeah, I'm going to tell you to let go of some things, but I'm going to tell you actually how to do it um, because it is so easy. It's, more, it's better or easier said than done um, because sometimes, you know, we're so used to um, pain. We're so used to different things that, you know, it has become a part of us. So we don't even recognize it as weight. And um, this is one of my, you know, favorite episodes because I get to be more candid or uh, more personal with you. Um, Hopefully I'm not scaring you or nothing like that, which I don't think I am. But (laughs) um, just trying to open up more so you understand that you're not the only one. Uh, So I'm going to read some of these lyrics. I'm not going to sing it. Just saying. Um, It says, bag lady, you go hurt your back dragging all them bags like that i guess nobody ever told you all you must hold on to is you is you is you one day all them bags go getting your way i said one <laughs> i said one day all them bags will get on your way this is so much revelation okay bag lady you gonna miss your bus all right and before that it says pack light pack light i'm it's so much, but we're going to unpack some things today. And then it goes on to say, one day he's going to say, you cried in my space. Wow. Okay. Okay. Girl, I know sometimes it's hard and we can't let go. Oh, when somebody hurts you, oh, so bad inside, you can't deny it. You can't stop crying. So, oh, oh, oh. If you start breathing, babe, you won't believe it. It feels so much better, so much better, baby. That's what it say. Bet your love could make it better. And it goes on and on. I'm not about to sing this. Okay. Amen. Uh, let's come back to church. No. <laughs> but I love this because it's it's simple. But it also describes what happens when you hold on to things. And this is not just talking about relationships. So I want to just make sure we understand that this is not a single ladies book club right now. I'm saying there are some things that we hold on to. And we're so used to holding on to that pain that it becomes a part of us to the point that we don't recognize it as weight. And I want to go to scripture when it goes to um, John 23 and 24 which is one of my favorite scriptures um, favorite passages because it talks about the woman at the well and we all know that part about um, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and we kind of you know don't really stay on that part that we have to be truthful with ourselves in order to worship God in order to really connect with God um, in order to be filled and so For me, when it says, you know, letting go and not packing all these bags and, you know, 
I, I can't get to where I need to be. I'm going to miss my place of appointment. I'm going to miss my destination, holding on to all these weights in these bags. And so I, I did kind of like a parallel between those two because the woman at the well, you know, she had five husbands. You know, she was working on some more. I'm pretty sure she had her prospects and stuff that she was trying to scoop out, who she was going to use next, who she was going to get next what other weight she was going to pick up next you know like she had all that going but god i'm sorry but jesus you know came to her and was like okay this got to stop you know your source of what you need is going to come from the well it's not going to come from all these men it's not going to come from your status and what you got and what you don't have and who you got on your arm and what you're driving your status is going to come from god your your ability to get more or to be full is going to be coming from God and not from people and so I love both you know the song and the scripture and so it's so easy we go to church all the time they tell you you know let this go and let that go and you know lift your hands and receive from God and let that go and a lot of times we let go of the um, results or the experiences but we don't let go of the root of it you know why do I need this why do I have to have um, this friendship why do I have to have this job this um, certain situation in my life why do I have to have it and uh, when you get to the root of it a lot of times it's because it is something that's comfortable to us and it's something that nurses our pain all right sometimes what we have in our life is something that nurses our pain and um, and so with that when I'm saying letting let it go and living you know full I'm talking about being able to understand what is my weight what is the thing that I need to let go of and how do I do that and I hope through this discussion you understand that um and you feel better about it because I'm not going to beat you up about it because we all have something to you know let go of and reassess and, and ask God does this add value to my life or not um, and I have this funny story. I hope it make you laugh because it did make me laugh after the fact, not in, you know, not during it, though. Um, but I was in college and uh, I was doing uh, breakout with my brother. And uh, it's a ministry we did on a college campus. And uh, we were like hauling some things back to the dorm room because we had used the student center and everything. And so me, you know, I'm the only female at that uh, time. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to carry some boxes too. And I'm going to help. And I'm going to do this. And I ain't, you know, I ain't too pretty. I can help, you know, a little time, boy. Yeah, pray for me. But I called myself getting this big old box. And inside the box was so much stuff. And this is the thing. The stuff that was in the box didn't even pertain to me. All right. Catch me. Catch me now. It didn't even pertain to me. It was somebody else's stuff, but I was carrying it. All right. So I'm carrying the box, and it wasn't too heavy, like, when I first picked it up. Because they was like, you sure you going to get that box? I was like, yeah, it ain't that heavy. You know, I'm trying to be macho. Why? I don't know. So as we started walking, that mug started getting heavier and heavier. And all of a sudden, the distance that I normally would walk, it just felt like it was a long way from home. And it got heavy and heavy. And so by the time I got to the door, I couldn't even open the door. 
And that's for some of y'all. You can't even open the door because you have so many things that are in your hand that are heavy. And you still trying to carry it. And trying to look like you got it together. And, and like you can do this by yourself. And you can't. And so I got to the door. Couldn't even open it. So I had to wait on somebody to open the door. And some of y'all in that same situation where you have to literally wait on somebody to open a door because you're carrying something that you should not be carrying. And so I um, waited for this guy to open the door. And now mind you, I'm still not, you know, to the room yet. I'm still holding this. And by the time I open <laughs> uh, my door to my room trying to get this stuff in there, my hands were like numb okay numb my fingers hurt my arms hurt everything hurt now mind you i thought i could carry this when i looked at it it looked like i could handle it it looked like oh i got this i picked that box up now mind you what was in it you know was equipment and stuff like that but i didn't think it was that heavy because it you know if i take out one set of headphones okay it's not gonna be a big deal but if i got 20 headphones in there it's gonna be heavier so i felt like what i was carrying was not a big deal and i know a lot of you feel the same way like man you know you know it's not a big deal and um and so my arms were hurting and now my fingers which i call my dreams were numb I have been carrying something for so long that my dreams and my goals and my visions were just numb. Like, I didn't feel it. You know, I couldn't really touch it. I really couldn't, you know, connect with it because my fingers were numb. And I always use that reference that my fingers were my dreams. And it's like the very thing that, you know, I'm used to doing. Like, I was used to helping. I was used to picking up stuff. But because... At that time, I was tired. You know, we had just got done with a concert, and I was tired and everything. And then I was still trying to hold something and carry something. Some of y'all be wearing yourself out, you're tired, and still be trying to carry something that don't belong to you. All right, let's let's move on. Okay. Um, and this is the thing for me. Um, me personally, I was so used to being a part of everybody's life but my own. And it wasn't that I didn't want to live my own life or whatever, but that was very risky for me because I was like, I don't know what's at the other end of that. And so it was so easy for me to insert myself into other people's lives where I did not live out my life to the fullest potential. And, um, and I don't regret helping people. I don't regret being there for people. I don't regret any of that. Um, but I do understand that a lot of times when you are a helper or you have uh, spirit of hospitality is so easy to help people without even thinking um and so um it's easy you know this is what i feel like it's easy to know your role in someone else's uh story but not uh be able to even turn the page of your own novel you know we wonder why no one can read us or understand us or even gain interest in us because our pages are empty you know, our mind is full of information, but it's being smothered out and um, sifted out by our pain, our stress, our perceptions, our failures, our shortcomings. Um, you know, I don't want to live a life on E. I don't want to live a life where I'm always empty. You know, I'm always giving, always pouring, and I'm empty. 
You know, you want to live a life that's full. Now, was I there? Yes, I was doing everything. If you had something looked like you was on fire for God, I was there. I was helping as if it was my own stuff. And it's like, it's nothing wrong with helping. It's nothing wrong with pushing your friend, your sister, your brother, whoever. But you have to know who you are and what you need to do. Because sometimes we, you know, take other people's purpose on and they're, what they're doing we take that on and say that's us. No, no, that's not what God created you for. He created you to help and um, love people and, and all that, but he didn't create you to just live through other people. And I know a lot of people that live through other people, like they won't go any further than where they are. They're satisfied, you know, and I don't want that kind of life, you know, um, and it's not to judge them, but I don't want that kind of life. Um, and the thing about it is your life will be full just as soon as you release the things that you're holding on to. It may be depression. It may be, you know, what happened to you when you were a child. It may be, um, you know, you not getting that job or that promotion, whatever you're holding on to that's causing you pain, that's causing you not to move forward and paralyzing you. You have to let that stuff go. Not because you know, you want to look more sanctified or more holy, but because you need to live, you need to be full and not empty. I know what it feels like to be empty on the inside. I know what it feels like to do everything right and still go home and be like, you know, that's it. That's all it is to life. Me helping people, you know, cause I was used to, you know, I could pray for people and it manifests right before, you know, right before my eyes. And I'm like, okay, now why this don't work for me? Okay, let me give you a pearl of wisdom that I learned from my grandmother. Your gifts are for other people. They're not for you. Now, can you turn your gifts and use them on yourself? Yes, you can. But that's a process of learning, okay? Sometimes you feel like, man, I'm doing X, Y, Z for everybody else. Been there, done that. I got a t-shirt, a beach house, everything when it comes to that. But you have to understand that in order for you to live full you have to allow God to fill you up when God fills you up let me tell you something let me tell you something a lot of times God fills us up through worship experiences and when we're praying and we're in his word and fasting and stuff um, when God fills you up you have to understand that it is not your job to pour yourself out it is for God to continually fill when it's when the word says continually fill with the Holy Spirit when he continually fills you, that means at some point it's going to overflow. That overflow is for everybody else. Don't keep pouring yourself out and then wonder why you're empty. All right, I'm going to say that one more time. My God. And this is something I've just learned. It's just wisdom, okay? Uh, you may agree, you may not agree, and that's okay. When God fills you up, you continually seek in the Lord. It's going to get to a point where when he's filling you up, it's going to overflow because he's continually filling you. And when he does that, it's just like you have a um, thing of tea or whatever. You had a little saucer underneath that overflow spills out into every area of your life. And it also spills out to the people that you're, you know, quote unquote, pouring into. So don't pour all yourself out to, to people and to things and then wonder why you're empty. Because it's very easy to do it because we've been doing it. 
You know, we're, we're used to surviving. We're not used to living. We're used to surviving everything. And I want to get to a place where I'm living. I'm not surviving. I'm not still scraping, you know, in my spiritual walk. In my spiritual walk. I'm not still scraping in my faith walk with Christ. I want to be living. I don't want to be surviving, you know, oh, I just had a storm. You know, some people, they're out of the storm, but their mind not out the storm. All right. I ain't trying to preach. I promise you I'm not. But it, it's the it's the re- reality. I can see, you know, you could be in a storm for two years and then for the next three years still be in a storm because your mind has not come out of Egypt yet. It has not come out of the testing yet. And so you got to be careful with that as well because the enemy will use that to attack you and take you down because your mind is still warring. You're, you yourself are out of the storm, but your mind's still warring. All right. I hope I'm helping somebody and not just, you know, because I'm not saying these things to be like, ooh, something wrong with y'all. No, I'm telling you where I've been so you don't have to go there. Um, but I'm just saying that in encouragement because, you know, I've, I've been through some storms, but just like we, we sing in church, you know, the storm won't last all, always. We say that, but do we really believe it? You know, we live like we're going to be in a storm for the rest of our lives. And that's not what God has promised us. You know, there are seasons of testing. Yes, there is. But I don't want to wake up every day and say I'm in a storm or I'm going through something. If that's the case, then I need to ask God to heal my mind. Because sometimes we, we're not going through nothing. It's just our mind, you know. Um, and sometimes it's just the way you perceive and look at things that will determine if you're in a storm or not. You know, it might just be having a bad day. Not a bad season. Not, not a bad year. Just a bad day. You know, um, and this is the thing, just because we can't see inside your bag, you know, the onlookers, the people on the outside, just because we can't see inside don't mean that what's inside of that bag is not affecting you. Whatever weight that you're carrying, like it shows up in other areas of your life. So you might say, well, I ain't got nothing I'm carrying. I'm going to tell you right now, I I felt like I wasn't carrying anything two months ago. And literally, my body just shut down like, okay, we can't keep going on like this. I was praising the Lord. I was worshiping the Lord. I was doing everything I knew to do. I was praying. I was crying. I was grieving. I was praying. I was crying. I was grieving. I was doing everything I could as I was taught to do, but I still was carrying it. And it, it and and like things like death, you know, it's not a real time frame for you to get over it. You know, it is a time frame where you don't want grieving to paralyze you. But sometimes things like that where you have no control over it, you know, it's like, okay, when do I stop crying? When do I stop? And sometimes you just go on with your life thinking that you're okay and you've let this go and you've let that go. Mm-mm. Your body will tell on you. Certain areas of your life will tell on you when you have not let something go. And when you're packing and it's heavy. And just because, you know, other people can't see it don't mean there ain't nothing in your bag. All right. All right. <laughs> um, and it may not be that situation. I'm just, you know, putting myself out there. Um, and it may not be the same situation, but it's it's the same concept. And, um... And it's like, I put it like this. You can't see the weight, but it's causing and costing you. How 
much will it cost to let go? Because it's just as, as well as you let go of it or whatever, it, it, it's going to cause an a, a effect and a change, okay? So if I hold on to it, it's going to cost me 10 times more. If you be real about it, think about it. There are some things God has never intended for us to carry. And we, we've been singing Yolanda Adams' song forever. The battle is not mine, but it belongs to the Lord. And we will shout that to the rooftops. But literally, you have to give whatever you're dealing with to the Lord. And I've, I've done that even in forgiving people, um, even working through that. I've had to every day, Lord, I forgive so-and-so. Um, I don't feel like, you know, I'm mad about it still, God. I'm not okay right now, but I need to forgive so-and-so. Because I understood that if I left this earth today or tomorrow and I had not forgiven them, in hell will I lift my eyes. The word of God don't change just because we change, you know. And I was trying. You know, I want to put that in there. I was trying. I was trying. I was failing and I was trying. But I made sure that I prayed and I always asked the Lord to forgive me and help me with stuff, you know. Um, to get through some stuff because sometimes forgiveness is not always easy. Amen. Um, especially when you ain't did nothing. Glory be to God. Or if it's a reoccurring offense, that's what makes it really hard. Um, but every day I got up, hey, I forgive so-and-so. Until I started believing what I said, until I meant it, I kept on, Lord, Lord, <laughs> I know the Lord got tired of me, but every day I got stronger and stronger to the point I forgave that person. So I'm being real with you, being open, honest, and personal, okay? But I'm I'm just asking you, what is it going to cost you to let some stuff go? And if you really think about it, it's not going to cost you a lot. It's going to cost you your pride, you know, because we have pride, and pride is not just... I know it all and you know that's not pride. Pride sometimes is releasing control and unto God a person that you cannot see. You don't know what he gonna do and when he gonna do it. You know. So um hopefully you're kind of thinking about some of the things that you need to let go of. Um and for me at one point in time, like, pain was my narrative. I was so used to going through things that 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 was my story. Pain, pain, pain. You know, um, being done wrong, being done wrong, being done wrong. But you got to change your own narrative to your story. You know, you can't just live every day and keep talking about what what went wrong. You, you can't do that. Um, how do I know if you're victorious or not? I can tell you my story and then I can tell you my triumph and I can live in my victory. Okay. Um, I'm not saying don't talk about what happened, but don't let that be, you know, the only thing you talk about. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but literally, some, and I, I've seen some people where they've literally gone through something so bad to the point their mind has literally just it's stuck it's stuck and I pray for mental healing for anybody that's going through that because 
mental healing is just as important as physical healing. I, I pray that God delivers you from the memories of it and the effects of those memories because some sometimes something can happen, but you're still dealing with the memory. That's why people stay in relationships they shouldn't stay in because they're still on the memory. It's not that they don't see the person for what they are, you know. Let, let's be real. Let's be open, you know. Um, they're dealing with the memory. I can see people that stay together for 30-some years and they're going based off of a memory back in 1972. <laughs> and they have a shell of a marriage, you know. So it, it's the same thing. And I'm just using that as examples, okay. But that's a lot of people, they're in, um, what you call it? They're in, I ain't going to say in denial, but they're they're struggling because they're literally dealing with the memories of things. Um, not because they didn't come through the storm or nothing like that and God did not bring them out, but they're dealing with the memories. And so I pray that you are not only delivered and set free and healed in your mind, but you can walk through life with that being um, a memory of victory that God brought you out and not your everyday life where you're reliving it. Amen. Um and so we want you to have peace for a lifetime. I don't want you to be in pain, you know. Um, and this is what I've learned. And I hope this blesses somebody. If you keep turning the pages, God will keep writing. If you keep turning the pages, that means if you keep moving forward, God will keep writing. I used to wonder about that. Like, okay, God, if I let go, then what happens next? I don't have, you know, a clue. And God was like, move forward. And I'm like, okay. So when I move forward, he keeps writing. That means I get to see what he has already said over my life when I keep moving forward. Um, and don't get me wrong. We don't control what he writes, but we give him the license to continue to develop our life when we are moving what forward. Um, and this is the thing. People naturally gravitate toward space and not clutter. Um, when you let go and make space, then the right things and the right people will come. And so um, anybody who's like kind of OCD or uh, whatever, I just noticed that every time I clean up something, like if you clean up a bathroom, as soon as you clean up the bathroom, somebody got to go use it. <laughs> it, it to me, is a little frustrating because I'm like, not really. It's smelling good. It smells like fabuloso. You got your, your bleach. and I mean, you just did a work in this bathroom, right? And everybody and their mama got to go use the restroom. Okay. I just mopped this floor, but everybody got to cross all of a sudden, you know? Or I just cleaned up this area and, and vacuumed the floor, but everybody come in tracking mud. People gravitate towards space, cleanliness, when you have, you know, that's the same thing with your life. When you clean up that clutter and all that, then the right things will be added unto you. Okay? I'm not trying to make it a scripture, but you get what I'm saying. Um, but for real, I, I like the song. It's like, okay, <laughs> you got too much on your back. You can't go nowhere. You got to pack light. Okay? He ain't going to want you in his space after a while with all them bags. Okay, you can't keep having the same... Um, the same routine, the same cycle of things and expect for something new. All right, ladies. Oh, okay. All right. 
Can't keep doing the same stuff. And then you want, like, Prince Charming and, and Jesus himself to come down and be your boo. It just don't work that way. You know, what happened with Fred and, and them and, 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 you know, Anthony, whoever. Whatever happened with them people, you can't take that and be with Jamal. Okay? Got to be new. You got to be healed. You got to unpack some of that stuff. All right? And I'm just saying that because I'm a lady. A lady to a lady. All right? But I hope that you let go of some things so you can live a full life. Um, God's intention for you is to live full, not empty. And you have to unpack that stuff. You cannot bear the world on your shoulders. You can't do that. I don't care what anybody says. You can be a mother and not bear the world on your shoulders. You can be a single woman and not bear the world the world on your shoulders. You can be a preacher, a man of God, and not bear the world, the uh, whole world on your shoulders and your church and and the deacon committee. And you can't do all that. You can't do all that. That's why people go into stress and have strokes and heart attacks. And that's what's taken out our church nowadays because we carry so much stuff and it's based on the approval and opinion of other people. You have to free yourself today from that. Um, you know, and I'm like I said before, I'm a liberal person, but I do believe in order. I do believe in obedience and doing what is right in the sight of God. Um, but don't let, you know, certain things or uh, certain organizations or whatever it is in your life dictate you being free and you being healthy in your mind your heart your soul your spirit and your emotions like it's a, it's a full thing when we're talking about health we're talking about real health okay um but for real i hope that you let some things go like for real sis i know you hurting i know you mad you know i know you feel some type of way Bro, I know, like, you you tired of this. You tired of being strong, tired of trying to be this good man, and um, she ain't giving you no play. I don't know what you're going through. I'm being honest with you. But you got to let some stuff go. You cannot allow anything to grip your heart and your mind like that, and then you want something new. It don't happen like that. You got to unpack some of them things and don't go back and pick it back up no more. You know, and that's the hard part. <laughs> that's the hard part because it's familiar to you. You think you know what that is. And it's going to end you in a world of hurt when it's all said and done. So I hope that I, I've said something or related something to you um, that you can use and something that you can understand. And uh, But for real, I'm praying for you. That you can let a lot of stuff go. Even if you're crying while you're listening to this or laughing. I don't care what, what it may be. Whatever you feel like is too hard. Give it to God. Practice that every day until it becomes your reality. Love y'all.